Happy New Year. Happy 2022. And I'm guessing I'm not alone in hoping that 2022 will be a little easier, will be a little better, will be a little calmer than the previous two years have been. Let's see what happens. And let's always remember that even when the world throws us pretty stinky lemons, we can make lemonade with that, even if we find it tricky along the way. So anyway, I hope you're well. I hope you've had a great Christmas break or some sort of pause over the festive season and that you're ready to go for 2022. Today's episode is the final episode in my re-release series where I've been reintroducing you or maybe introducing you if you're newer to the podcast to the interviews that I have done under the Empowered CEO chats. So today is the final one and it's a huge favourite of mine. In fact, it's probably my favourite. Are you allowed to have favourites? Well, I guess you are if they're your clients, right? So today's episode is with the lovely Sarah Campin, who is one of my clients and the CEO of the Nourish app and doing amazing work in the space of parental well-being. I would absolutely love for you to use this time to pull up a chair, give yourself a well-being break and listen to Sarah and I discuss mindset, her journey and offer you an insight into the way that I work with my clients and how Sarah and I particularly have worked together for the last 12 months. I hope you will really love this episode. I absolutely loved thinking about it again and hearing Sarah's very kind words. So take this as a very early 2022 prompt to consider self-love, to consider self-care and self-kindness and see where that could take you in both your purpose-led work and the rest of your life. Enjoy. Hello. Oh my goodness. I am so excited for this week's episode because for the first time on the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast show, I've got one of my lovely clients and she is going to come along today and share a little bit about her mindset journey, about our work together and about her awesome purpose-led business. Her name is Sarah Campin, and she is the founder and CEO of Nourish, which is a fantastic mental well-being app and a platform for parents. I will let Sarah introduce her awesome work to you herself, but I think you're going to really love her mission, her message, and hearing about her journey from self-sabotage to success. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us on the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. How are you? Good, thank you. It's really great to be here. Thanks for the invitation. 
You are so welcome. I've wanted to get you on this podcast for quite a while. So it's brilliant to finally have you here. And I know you're also a long-term listener as well as one of my lovely clients. So it's just brilliant to have you here and to hear everything that you have to say on the topic of self-sabotage and and how things have played out since we've been working together. But before we delve into that, can you tell everyone listening a little bit about you? I've already talked about you a minute ago, but feel free to just give us an introduction to Sarah Campion, who you are and what you're about. Sure. So um, I'm founder and CEO of Nourish, um, which is a mental well-being app and platform for parents. And Um, You know, we're very much on a mission to reduce parental burnout and transform the well-being of families across the globe. And we do that through empowering parents to really safeguard their mental health and really boost their well-being, giving them access to evidence-based and expert-led insights and um, practical self-care tools, all specifically tailored to the emotions and challenges that we face as parents because they are unique um, and it's really important that parents feel held and understood. So we do that through an app which is accessible to all, um, downloadable on the app stores um, and we also have a offering for businesses um, to support their parental workforce. Oh my goodness. I absolutely love your mission. It's so aligned with a lot of the work I do. I know we've talked about this many times, but it is genuinely such a nourishing mission. You have such a huge impact on the people that, you know, use your services. And I think that hear your message uh, that I just absolutely love the work you do. So congratulations on everything that Nourish has achieved. Can I ask you first, what it is you love most about being a business owner? Um, Yeah, so I think the things that I love most about it is, I guess, doing something that I really care about um, and has that purpose and impact um, that really motivates and drives me and gets me up every morning and really excited to sit at my desk. Um, And also just the opportunity to actually create and have those ideas and then follow through on them. Um, and make them happen Um, and with that comes the kind of you know as as a business owner having the autonomy in that decision making um, which I just love you know not having to navigate all the politics of a big corporate organization or a charitable organization um, that I've experienced in the past and yeah just being able to have that mission and work towards it Obviously, that kind of autonomy and decision making does come with its own pressures and is exhausting as well. Um, so let's not let's not forget that. And you know, and and you do need that support. It's hard working on your own, um, and so it is really important to have that support team around you and kind of colleagues or coaches. Um, and then finally, I think um, it's really about having that flexibility. Um, you know, being able to choose the hours that I work, um, being able to pick my kids up from school um, if I need to, or make that school concert. Um, Having said that, again, there's a caveat there because having your own business generally means you've got a third child as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it takes up every moment of your day and it's all consuming. So there's pros and cons to that. Um, But I do, I like having that flexibility in my day um, and that um, autonomy. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's really so resonating with me, that whole flexibility, the creativity, the purpose. But yeah, it very much is like a third child and um, that the pressures are real. So I think your take on that is going to really resonate with so many people listening to this uh, episode. And can I actually ask you as well about your previous life? Because if I don't know if you were listening to the podcast back when it was called Resign and Shine, but I did used to talk a lot about that journey from corporate to business ownership. And I wondered how you found that shift. Yeah. So, um, you know, in my past career, um, you know, I spent 13 years working in consulting, strategy consulting for the life sciences industry in both corporate setting, but also charitable um, sector. And that shift to not having that structure is a kind of uh, a difficult one. And um, finding those ways to kind of have that sense of productivity that you're moving forward on something um, is definitely, you know, was definitely a challenge to begin with. Um, and creating that accountability around yourself um, by working with other people or, you know, having those hacks like, you know, writing, writing your goals for the week um, on a um, on a visible, you know, <laughs> a visual stuck up on the wall and, you know, celebrating those successes um, is really key to kind of driving you forward. But it was it, it was definitely a. Um, a struggle to begin with to make that shift um but um a hugely refreshing change as well as I said for all the reasons above yeah totally and actually your point there about accountability leads me on to the next question I wanted to ask you about which is obviously we've been working together for quite some time now and I'd love you to talk to the audience about what it was that made you decide you wanted to work the coach and why me and where accountability came into that? Sure, yeah. So um, I, I, through the back end of last year, I was very aware that um, my confidence had taken a bit of a dip, um, working kind of not completely on my own, but, um, you know, having shifted out of that corporate sector um, where you're constantly getting feedback and kind of personal development. Um, And I was very aware that my mindset and my confidence was going to be key to the success of pushing my business forward and that that's something that I needed to invest in. So I was looking for um, a a coach to work with on my confidence. I'm actually a trained coach myself, a personal development coach. I did that kind of during that kind of transition between corporate and um, uh, and, and creating nourish. Um, I, I did work with a coach back then, um, which really helped me um, not only work out what I wanted to do, where my passion was, but also that was the kind of first time that I really invested in myself and my self care, um, and really was the beginning to my self care journey, which led me to um, the kind of mission behind nourish. Um, so I knew, and and as I said, I trained as a coach. And I had done quite a lot of coaching, a few, not only um, coaching other people, but also being coached myself um, a few years back. But I haven't had a coach for um, about 18 months. And I was really noticing that I needed that extra kind of support yeah. um, and accountability around my mindset and around 
um, my kind of limiting beliefs um, and the things that were holding me back and getting me stuck. So I kind of I knew that I wanted um, to work with somebody. And I have to say that I um, because of the I, I was looking for somebody who was more along the lines of um, type of coaching that I was trained in. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I ha- thought I had a very clear b- vision of like who I, who I wanted <laughs> to work with. And I spoke to a few different people and nobody um, uh, kind of completely resonated with me. And somebody somewhere I saw a link to one of your podcast episodes. And um, it was it was back when it was um, uh, around uh, that kind of shift from corporate to yeah. uh, purpose led. And. Um, I can't even remember whether I saw somebody sent it to me or I saw it on LinkedIn, but um, it really, I, I, li- I remember listening to it. I was kind of, as you know, um, I quite like to combine self-care with mindset work as well. Yeah. So I was I was doing, I was on a walk around the river where I used to live in the Thames and listening to it. And I remember just thinking, oh my God, this messaging really resonates <laughs> to me um, around being a purpose-led business owner, but also getting in my own way. And, um, and that, you know, the fact that I'm passionate, um, I high, hold high standards for myself um, and, um you know, expect quite a lot of myself, <laughs> um, but I'm getting in my own way um, around lots of things. It really resonated. And so I thought, you know, uh, it's worth giving, you know, <laughs> following up and booking one of yeah. your um, initial sessions. And, uh, and again, I, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily what I thought I was looking for, but um, I think the, through the podcast and that conversation, I just loved the um you know your confidence just really shined out to me um and I just thought I you know that's that's the level of confidence that I want to be able to embody and um but also the realness um that really resonated with me so the fact that um you know you really embraced the messiness of life (laughs) and um and kind of uh just were willing to kind of show up in that way rather than presenting this um, idea of perfection and that we're all able to um, you know that our life behind scenes is all perfect I I love the vulnerability and honesty of your style um, and but also the confidence that came with it Um, so yeah so that really resonated with me Um, and so I just I couldn't help but uh but back onto your course. Yeah, oh, well, it's been absolutely amazing. And I'm so glad that you did find me through the weird ways that people do find the podcast and find me and, and end up working together. It's been absolutely brilliant. And I know we've talked in the past about that messy middle and that fact that, you know, it, I see so much nuance in everything I talk about. I kind of have a structure often with the podcast episodes where I think, right, this is the bit where I'll talk about the nuance because there always is it, you know, it's always existing. Um, and I think as well, you know, you talked about me embodying confidence which is brilliant but what I love about working with you is you really embody nourishes message you embody that 
importance of placing self-care at the front and center of everything you do you you know extend that to the fact that even as a as a trained coach we still need to be coached we still need that accountability we you know physician heal thyself is is definitely the case with coaches because we can often have the greatest advice for those around us but we still need reminders to stay on track when it comes to ourselves it's like you can parent someone else's kids perfectly but when it comes to your own you're always going to make all all the you know mistakes and and errors in the book so yeah I really hugely resonates with so many of the conversations that we've had and I've just delighted that I've been able to help you in your journey and that you that you happened upon me and my imperfectionist ways (laughs) yeah no I I think uh, exactly as you said I think you know as I said I am a trained coach and I and you know nourish it's all about um um embodying uh, self-care and taking time for yourself and like understanding some of the psychology behind um, what's going on and um, you know I think I have a relatively good awareness of some of the my limiting beliefs through the coaching that I've done before but we all need that exactly as you said like we all need that accountability and that reflect self-reflection somebody to hold that mirror back to us um, and, um, you know, and I think when you haven't been, you know, even if you have worked with a coach in, in the past, you know, some of those um, habits and unthoughtful, uh, unhelpful thought patterns are so embedded in us that even if we make progress in them, they can start, you know, when we haven't been um, implementing the tools and the practice and haven't got that accountability, they can kind of slip back into our lives. Um, and so, you know, having that extra support to really tease them out and play them back to me and, you know, and give me those extra, extra insights around positive psychology. And I love that. Um, but also those really practical tools um, and uh, can, uh, is, is essential that, yeah, that support and accountability um, makes all the difference. I think what's really interesting about what you said is, you know, something I've talked about on the podcast many times, and I've also talked about with you is that this doesn't end. This is an ongoing maintenance situation. It's like physical exercise, self-care and mindset work doesn't just get resolved. You know, I think lots of people have that sort of solution-based idea about this, this kind of work. And, and it, and it isn't the case. And especially when we're going through difficult times or challenging times, or we're stretching out of our comfort zone as business owners, as humans, we're making changes, moving house, whatever it is, there's going to be times when we have to revisit our own journey and we have to build on what came before and maybe, you know, bring in the new tool or bring in an, a new way of looking at things. And I think that's, again, testament to your ability to self-reflect to recognize that and also similarly to the way that I always want to keep my mindset healthy and fresh and uh, reflected upon for my clients the line of work that you're in is even more important that you're aware of of those triggers because you've got these kind of nourish app user babies that you're also considering it and you're a real uh, role model actually I think especially with some of the social media content that you put out there for people who are in their time of struggle do you think that's that's true that you that you feel like a role model in terms of how you look after your own self-care and your own mindset yeah, well, I really hope that that comes across in the way that we position ourselves. Um, and I think, you know, that kind of um, 
sense of imperfection is so important to communicate across to um you know people who you are role, role modeling um self-care or mindset or 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 whatever it is um too because you know life is hard and there is times of struggle and we're not always able to um show up in the way that we want to show up um, we're all only human we all only have so much capacity and even if we um you know we all fall off the wagon sometimes with our self-care or our mindset and it's about showing people that that does happen and then how can you find that self-compassion and put, bring yourself back um and start implementing those habits again um so yeah, we really want to empower people not only with the tools, but also that kind of self-compassion to to kind of support them longer term um, and, yeah, understand the reality of life and humanness. Yeah, 100%. And you know that I love all things self-compassion and that is a massive part of what we work on, what I work on with all my clients. So in terms of some of the reasons that you came to seek me out or to seek out a coach at the beginning, what results have you seen since working with me? Yeah, so I've definitely seen um, a shift in my own personal confidence levels. Um, and also, you know, it, it, and that's kind of, it's not that I don't, <laughs> that I didn't have confidence, I guess, talking no. one-to-one or yeah. internally, but it's about being able to show up to the external world as a business owner, as a leader in my field, being able to say, you know, yes, I'm an expert in this area. <laughs> um, and yeah. I still laugh at when I say that. So there's still some work to be done. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you know, those, you know, I, I really would have struggled to say those things, you know, live to an audience. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, even though actually, you know, and I think through the work with you just reflecting on all the things that I have done all the skills that I do have all the strengths that I do have and experience and knowledge and um what I've achieved that has really helped um you know and and that accountability and support to pull that out has really helped make that shift so and I think that that has really helped the dynamic with my um my colleagues and um our ability to kind of position ourselves as a brand and as a business so um that's been a real um a real shift for me and and I think the um also just reminding me and as you said earlier you know it's sometimes it's the tools that you've used before but sometimes it's maybe a new fresh tool that um around your mindset that you um maybe didn't resonate in the past and now resonates um and reminding me of those and noticing when um you know when those unthoughtful um uh thought patterns come in you know being able to implement those and shift me out of you know accepting the the, um difficult times and the difficult emotions and the difficult days but also um uh giving me the tools to kind of pick myself back up and and kind of give me that resilience to to keep moving forward um 
And then I think, you know, I think one of the things that we've really worked on, I kind of reflecting on some of the conversations. So, you know, obviously there's some kind of very structured conversations that we have and tools that we have worked through, um, you know, as I mentioned, around really reflecting on all those achievements um, over my lifetime and my path has really been um, really been helpful. But then there's obviously the topics that I'm bringing to our discussions um, and and it's funny because I think time and time again, one of the topics that come up is that kind of pressure that I put on myself. And I think that that's something that, you know, you talk a lot about on your podcast. But I think purpose-led um, business owners and um, high achievers generally are very hard on themselves about kind of what they should be doing and what they should be achieving and how much you can get done in a day and all of that stuff. So that's... Um, you know, and as you mentioned earlier, that self-compassion to uh, kind of give yourself um, a break sometimes. Or, yeah, or just all the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, but, um, you know, I, and I think that's something that has come up time and time again. But I think, you know, it, it has really been powerful and giving me that support to just be kinder to myself and those days those days where I feel so guilty that I haven't been as productive as I'd hoped and just having that extra support um has has been really necessary and powerful to reduce my stress levels um so there's the confidence side but also there's the the like um the kind of stress um reduction that has been really helpful Oh, I'm so pleased to hear that. And and thank you as well for just kind of talking a little bit about the coaching style, because that's probably really useful for listeners. And if there's anyone who is interested in working with me, it's kind of useful to know my approach. And I do talk about this, but you touched upon it then that, you know, it's a hybrid. It's some of it is more kind of purist coaching where I see what the client brings to me. But then there's also sort of archive in my brain of mindset related tools and kind of re- a little bit of reprogramming not in a creepy way <laughs> um that that kind of kicks in too and I've really loved that about our conversations because they're always quite unexpected but you always bring various um ideas and issues and sort of things you'd like to ponder to the sessions but then there's always links with those tools that we can talk about and you know you mentioned celebrating wins which is something we have worked on and is so empowering and so important to all my clients I think so I'm really glad that that's kind of really been a strong shift for you Um, but yeah that that model between hybrid uh, between coaching in a more purist kind of asking the client what they what that what is on their mind but mixed with the mindset work is absolutely what I love about the the approach that I take and the positive psychology infusion into that. So thank you for highlighting that for the listeners. I think that's really, really useful. So I was um, also, yeah, in terms of the celebrating wins, actually, because you mentioned that earlier on, and I wanted to ask you how much that is now part of your kind of daily or weekly routine and, and how that has shifted yeah, so um, I, I mean, celebrating wins is something that I try and encourage our Nourish users and Nourish community to do as well regularly, um, but also reflected on, um, you know, and celebrating our successes as be, uh, as a mum as well yes. as, as, a, as a business owner. Um, but, you know, I hadn't been great at celebrating them, um, I guess, as a business owner previously. So, um 
and it's something that we've really kind of adopted in our kind of project management style way that we work with the team as well to just every week make sure that we um document you know the successes that we've achieved in the previous week um before setting our commitments and and plans for the week ahead um and actually it's amazing that how much um how empowering that is um and positive that is in in kind of driving you forward I mean it sounds so simple and I think you know I was just going to say um before like some of the some of these simplest tools can be the the most effective um but you know quite often I will get to the end of the week and feel like oh god I didn't really achieve anything like what did I really do and then you reflect on even just the conversations that you've had how you're thinking has shifted um and you know if you make a list of all the achievements it's it's often (laughs) um extraordinary how much you have achieved in a week yeah um and that makes you feel so much better like moving into the to the week ahead so um so yeah so I really recommend it and and on that kind of point of um you know some some of the simplest things I just remembered um you know one of the real shifts in the kind of confidence um, that we worked on right at the very beginning um, was around some affirmations, Uh, some really simple affirmations. And again, it's just so simple. And I know that like I um, and many people find affirmations quite icky. Um, And, and, you know, especially when they're kind of self-love or self-celebrating affirmations Um, and you can feel like, oh, God, how is that actually going to help? And it just makes me feel really weird and and (laughs) icky. Um, But it's amazing how I like it really, even though, again, sometimes this is stuff that I preach, it just reminded me um really pushing me and having that accountability to give it a go um and how how much that helped shift my mindset and it's um and and just to give like a, a kind of uh specific case study or detail um we kind of had talked through some um positive affirmations that I could say about you know about myself and you know first of all like appreciating me but also you know that telling myself that I'm a great mum and uh also that I'm an expert in this field again you know just these really simple affirmations and exploring where I could stack that those onto an existing habit yes um and and you know I you know I often go for a walk in the morning or a run and I just started um combining some affirmations with my walk or with my run and um and just by doing that for a couple of weeks it made a massive shift in my mindset around my own self-worth and um uh and now it's not something that I necessarily consciously do but I think I I have noticed that if I'm feeling a dip in my confidence I will automatically trigger that response again to say okay I need to do those affirmations so that's um, again just a really simple um, example of what's had a, a really positive impact, and it's a tool that I now have in my armory um, that that's, I reach yeah. for when I need it. That's amazing, and I'm so glad that it's been so useful. And I think something that I do say to clients, which actually really does me a disservice, is you know this stuff is not 
rocket science. Some of it's super simple and some of it can actually make a change in your mindset really really quickly actually you know this doesn't have to take years and it doesn't have to you know involve heavy deep kind of you know detailed analysis it can just be a few simple tweaks and um to your point about the um the kind of feeling icky I think that's really common it's definitely common in the client group that I work with people who are very hardworking. they're often very giving very purpose-led quite self-deprecating actually and and I have a podcast episode coming on self-deprecation because I really feel like it's it's a little bit of a culprit but what I like to do with my clients is move them away from thinking it's icky or maybe a bit hokey you know and it's not going to work into somewhere that they're feeling comfortable with as an as a beginning so even just starting with an affirmation like I am enough doesn't sound too mushy in inverted commas it doesn't sound new agey it just is quite factual and it's quite um a nice entry-level affirmation and if that is going to help you and that is going to move you forward or at least start you on the journey of being able to talk to yourself in that kind of way recognize that you are enough that you're worthy that you know you it's worth spending time on bigging yourself up rather than just kind of cutting yourself down then it's really valuable and yeah so I really love what you said there and in terms of you know, meeting the client where they are. And for you, you were very well versed in a lot of the coaching language and in, in a lot of uh, the techniques and tools that I talk about. But some of my clients have never been coached before, have no idea about any of this kind of self-development stuff. It, it's new to them. And they've kind of got to the point that they're at in their, in their business without it. And then suddenly, you're, oh, pants like actually I really need to look at my mindset and where do I start so it's it's really interesting coming to where the client is in terms of some of those practices yeah yeah no definitely so what would you say to anyone who was considering working on their mindset perhaps for the first time or perhaps after a long gap um yeah, I would say um, it's find a coach <laughs> to work with um, because it's all very well reading stuff or, um, you know, learning about stuff. Having that accountability and support is is essential. And that mirror, as I said, kind of reflecting back some of those thought patterns, some of those the language that we use to talk about ourselves as well um, is really essential. And, and I think the other thing is that, yeah, it, it does sometimes take time as well. Um, you know, I said there were some kind of quick fixes that really made a difference quite quickly with me because I had some of that kind of original awareness and self-reflection. Um, but I think that sometimes it, it's not um, it's not a quick fix. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a lot of work that needs to be done and sometimes it needs to go a bit deep. Um, and so having that patience and understanding that, um, you know, it is a bit of a roller coaster as well. Um, as soon as you start um, that self-reflecting journey. Um, there will be yeah. times where you think you're making really great progress, but there will be sudden dip and you're like, oh, my God, this is so frustrating. And actually, I feel worse. And that is yeah. just part of the journey of working um, on yourself. 
Yeah, absolutely. And at that point, it's really important to make sure we don't get wrapped up in kind of perfectionism about mindset, <laughs> which I think is a yeah, trap people yeah. fall into. Well, you know, like, like I kind of touched on earlier, I've solved this now. So why am I still having, you know, this thought that's not helpful? Why? And, and what we have to go back to with this is our brains and our evolutionary, you know, brains and bodies have experienced so much in the negative, so much where our brain is going to go to those issues. It's going to look for risk. It's going to try and protect us in the ways that it knows. It takes a lot to retrain that. And as you said, and as I said earlier, there can be these quick shifts, but it's a lifelong commitment. And it's something that, you know, when you're starting out, just recognizing that by taking the step, you are already opening up a fantastic kind of new possibility for yourself but that it might feel like some days small steps. It might feel some days like giant leaps. Some days you might think, well, I just really don't want to do this. And, you know, that's okay too. You can you can have a day. I think I, I've talked about this in the podcast before about likening it to the Fitbit. You can have a day where you slouch around on the sofa and you don't move your body. But if you do that over a long period of time, over weeks and months, as some of us <laughs> discovered in the pandemic, it's not going to have a great overall effect on your fitness. And our mindset's the same. Like we need to keep that, that steady drip drip. And at the beginning, it can feel a little bit like a roller coaster. It can feel a bit confronting. And I definitely get that with some clients who, who are new to this work. That at the beginning, they're like, oh, this is awkward. This is uncomfortable. This is so different to what I've been taught by my parents. Or, you know, when I was in school, this feels really unusual. But pushing past that is so worth it. And especially when you're doing the kind of work that you're doing, which requires all of you and it requires you to show up and be that front person, be that leader, be that expert. And it means it's even more important that we do that in a work. Yeah, no, um, totally agree with all of that. Um, and, I, and I think that, you know, with that maybe initial s- struggle, sometimes it feels like you're going through the motions and sometimes you do have to just go through the motions of, I don't know, whether it's affirmations or something else, but you might just be like, this isn't helping, you know, but sometimes you just have to show up and and do it. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. kind of get the mind working in that way. And it just feels like it's not having any impact. And then like over time, it it will. And so just, as I said, having that patience um, as well. And I think, I guess one one other thing that I wanted to mention, you know, I guess about working with you, um, what what's really helped, I have to say, is I love your podcast um, <laughs> and the bites like nature and just the little insights. And it's um, felt very much like I've not only got you, you know, kind of the one-to-one support and the, our coaching sessions but then I can kind of reach for your support anytime anywhere because yeah. I can kind of go and listen to an episode and so it feels like I've got a lot more interaction from you than, than necessarily our kind of one-to-one or group sessions um, and that's um, that's really helped with that sense of feeling supported and I think we all need to feel that. And 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 also, like, you're great at kind of if there's an issue and I want to kind of download on something, then, you know, I kind of feel that you're there for me um, and you're part of my support team. But I do think that kind of combination of the insights that are kind of on demand, but also the kind of one-to-one work um, has been really, um, really helpful. 
Oh, I'm so glad. I, I really love that model as well, too. And I know that, you know, sometimes it feels like cheating because I'll be in a call with a client and I'll say, do you know what? Do you remember I've got that podcast on this? You might not have listened to that one, but, you know, we're five minutes before the end of our session and I can quickly ping you over. I think, in fact, with you, I once sent you one before I even published it because it was so relevant to what we were talking about. And it, I, I love that, too. It gives it kind of that uh, depth of exploration that we can't necessarily weirdly go into on a one-to-one because we're dealing with all the the stuff that's very personal to you but it can give you an overview on another topic so I'm so glad that that model is working well for you and I love it you know I love this podcast and I love being able to reach my wider listenership and then also to kind of guide my one-to-one clients with with some kind of sneaky extras that I don't say on the podcast or you know referring them to things that are specifically pertinent to their experience. And now that I think this is going to be episode 59 or 60, you know, it's quite an archive. So there's a lot of work to go through and a lot of um, content, which I can refer people to. And that's another thing that I love about the podcast. It's like a little library of <laughs> my thoughts. <laughs> oh, Sarah, I could talk to you all day and frequently do talk to you <laughs> for quite long <laughs> periods of time. Um, but it's been amazing to have you on the podcast. And thank you so much for your lovely, kind words. I'm blushing. You can't see a, a podcast to blush, but I am blushing. And so before we, we tie up the end of the podcast, could you just remind everyone how they can download and access Nourish app? Because I think lots of my listenership will find that really useful. And also where we can find you on social media. And I will put all of the details in the show notes, but let everyone know in verbal form too. Yes, of course. Oh, it's it's been really lovely chatting to you as always, uh, Lucy. So you can download the Nourish app on either the App Store on Apple or the Play Store on Google Play. Um, you can find those links via our website www.thenourishapp.com, um, or you can follow us on Instagram at the Nourish App. We also have a LinkedIn page as well, the Nourish App. Um, or feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn on my personal account as well. I'd love to love to meet you all. Amazing. Thank you so, so much, Sarah. And I know you mentioned that you had written a few words that you wanted to share before we end this episode. So it'd be great if you were happy to do so. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess overall, you know, as well as my confidence levels, you know, as I mentioned, increasing, I also feel definitely feel less stressed, more optimistic and resilient. Um, uh, and really kind of confident that what will be will be yeah. and really help, uh, you know, I'm definitely much kinder to myself as well. But I couldn't do that without that kind of accountability and support that we've been discussing. So thank you so much, Lucy. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah, for being such a lovely, warm, you know, wonderful client. It's a pleasure working with you and a pleasure supporting you and your amazing mission. So thank you so, so much for joining us as my very first client visitor onto the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast and for sharing your story with everybody. I'm sure everyone will have really enjoyed hearing it. Thanks so much for having me, Lucy. It was great. You are so welcome. And I will be back next week for another episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. Until then, have an amazing week championing you and your purpose-led business always. Bye for now.